morning. Welcome to today's Open Heavens Daily Devotional. Today, Monday, 25th of May, 2020, the team of Open Heavens this morning is enemies of enemies of Christian pilgrims. Enemies of Christian pilgrims. And my memory verse is taken from Hebrews 1, Hebrews 12, verse 1. Hebrews 12, verse 1. Wherefore, see, we also are compassed about with great, so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. I'll take it again. Our memory verse is taken from Hebrews 12, verse 1. Wherefore, see, see we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight, and the sin we doth easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Hebrews 12, 1. Our text is taken from 1 John 3, from 4 to 10. Whosoever committed sin transgressed also the law. For sin is a transgression of the law. And you know that he was manifested to take away sins, and in him is no sin. Whosoever abideth in him sinneth not, whosoever sinneth hath not seen him, neither known him. Little children, let no man deceive you. He that doeth, doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this people the Son of Man was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him, and he cannot sin, because he is born of God. In this the children of God are manifest, and the children of the devil Whosoever doeth not righteousness is not of God, neither he that loveth not his brother. The message. God wants his children to be aware of the several roadblocks on their journey to the promised land. Chief among these is the devil. He puts obstacles in your path so we, we can reject the ways of the Lord. First Peter chapter 5 from verse 7 to 9. He uses sin as a, a weapon of destruction, knowing fully well that no unclean thing shall enter into the kingdom of God. Revelation chapter 21 verse 27. In our journey to heaven, you already know that we are pilgrims here on earth. Our time here on earth is limited. It's a minute, it's just a minute fraction of the whole life we're going to spend in eternity. Just a minute. That's why it's considered a journey. So, the devil understands this and all he does is, he said, the, he said the devil commit not. I think John 10, 10 now. He said the devil commit not. The enemy now. He, don't, he said the thief commit not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. There's nothing else that will make him come 
unless he's coming to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So, anything, these are the only three agendas the devil has. And so what does he do? He uses he puts sin to steal away your attention, to make sure you are no longer focused on this path. He puts sin as an obstacle in our, in our way, in our journey to heaven. In the, in the end, to, uh, to destroy our life. See this obvious stress to the success of our pilgrimage, God always provides an escape route for us. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13. That 1 Corinthians 10, 13 was uh, one of our most common memory verse that there's no temptation that, is, that has taken you that is uncommon to man, but God will through the temptation make a way of escape. So God only makes way of escape for his children. In today's Bible reading, John describes sin as a transgression of the law. It is definitely not a Christian version. As a matter of fact, sinners belong to the devil because he has been sinning from the beginning. First John 3.8 So, John describes, the devil describes uh, sin as a transgression of the law. And we definitely know that sin is not a Christian virtue. It's not supposed to be seen among Christians. If you analyze the scripture very well, he went further to say that he that is born of God does not commit sin. Other translations say does not make a practice of sin. I think the basic Bible said he doesn't make a practice of sinning. So anyone born of God does not repeatedly commit sin. He doesn't find pleasure in committing sin. Praise God. So the whole duty of Satan is to lure people into disobedience against God, thus from creating their journey to eternal life. So we already say that he has only three agendas, to steal, to kill, and to destroy. So what the devil does is to lure you so that you disobey God. When that happens, the devil has killed your plans of eternal life and has totally destroyed your soul. So that is our agenda. The last agenda, which is destruction, that is the ultimate agenda of the enemy, to destroy you. He told Adam and Eve that eating the forbidden fruit would not affect their relationship with God. Eventually, they were sent from the blissful garden of Eden, Genesis 3. Today, he has introduced this concept of non-essentials to the Christian faith. For instance, the devil convinces people that a sip of alcohol once in a while does not matter. And that premarital says it's not bad as long as the couple would eventually marry each other without regard of Hebrews 13 verse 4. So, the devil... Has he is a master planner of this game? He has been doing this thing for many years. For many years, the devil has been in this game. You can't really beat the devil in his own game. For you to think that you are smart, the devil in the game of deception is to be foolish. So, the devil has brought softness, he has brought subtlety into the Christianity. So, he has brought some things. Mild way of making people, luring people away. I always tell, uh, is it, my pastor will always say that the devil will not 
uh, come and present sin to you the way it is. You know that you will not fall for it. But you present it pleasing. He will make it presentable to you. Someone cannot come and present something bad to you and I, I, I want you to accept it. So what the devil does, he makes it pleasing. He costs it. He costs it, uses other languages. Just like I mentioned before that. He calls it having fun. So you think you can have fun as far as you are planning to marry the person. That is nothing wrong in doing it. When that Hebrews 13 verse 4 says, Marriage is honorable, bed undefiled. That the bed should not be defiled before marriage. But yet, he wants you to keep committing fornication. He knows that that, will, uh, that eventually will offend God. So all he's doing is to create an enmity between you and God. So you also see that he comes to tell you that take an alcohol after all, he said, take a little uh, wine for your stomach. Just try to tell you that taking alcohol is not bad. Just a, once a while. Now, when people tell, uh, talk about this alcohol and other things, I don't get it. I tell you, what, at what extent do you take and you say you have not taken excess? Someone will tell you as far as you don't take it essence. So what is excess? What could be excess for you? What you define as excess for you could for someone else will still be his starting point. But the truth is that as far as you keep taking that, one day or one day, you will just take the world that will lead you out of control. That's why you don't even play around it. So as a Christian, you try as much as possible. To do what you need to do to keep your garment neat. I think it was uh, a man who was on first class, and he was, and I one was something in the first class now. First class, pray the story of a man who was on flying first class now. So all these are normal delicacies, and the wine was given to him to take. He told the uh, attendant uh, there and said that he doesn't take alcohol. If I said there's nothing wrong with taking alcohol, you know, try to cajole him into taking alcohol. He told the person that, okay, why don't you just take the alcohol and go and give the pilot? He said, ah, no, you can't do that because the pilot is on duty. The man said, yes, I'm on duty also. Every Christian is on duty 247. So you can't afford to take something that will affect your judgment. If a police officer will not be allowed to take alcohol during work, why will you tell me that there's nothing wrong with taking it? If you cannot take alcohol and go and meet your boss in the office, why would you want to be taking it? What about lies? Many Christians don't lie with impunity. And it is termed white lies. In fact, the way people lie nowadays, it just marvels me. They don't even see lies as anything wrong again. People lie with so, so much impunity. They just... Are so confident about the lie, and they lie as if it's their right to lie, as if lying is no longer wrong. These are very little forces that destroy the value of the of faith. This is a timely warning for Christian pilgrim to guard against seemingly insignificant habits that can exclude one from the hope of eternal life. God is warning us this morning that we should. Try to avoid those habits, those attitudes, those lifestyles that can truncate our journey to this eternal life. And I pray God will help our hearts in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 
our action point examine, examine your life for socially acceptable behaviors that are not christ-like they could deny you of eternal life ultimately do away with them all immediately those lifestyles socially acceptable lifestyle you know uh, the bible said all things are lawful for me but all things profited not all things are not expedient all things edify it not so check those things that doesn't edify you but though they are lawful the, the law is good, it's normal, it's not wrong in the law, in the eyes of the law. But check it from the light of the God's word and see whether these things will truncate your journey to eternal life. And try and deny yourself of those things. That's why our memory has said that we should lay aside every weight or sin that does easily beset us. So find those things and lay them aside. Let bow our hands as we talk to God and say, Father, have mercy on me for any way I have done things that will make me not to make it to eternal. Those ways I've engaged in lifestyles that will not let me see you in glory. Father, please have mercy. I ask for grace to lay aside everything, everything that will affect my relationship with you, to lay aside every lifestyle, everything that does not give glory to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, for Jesus most wonderful that we are praying. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening and do have a great day.